Well, hey there, Streakers. You can see I have my lovely co-host with me today, Miss Jamie. How are you? Great. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) If you're familiar with the Beatitudes, you know that uh, there's nine or ten Beatitudes. I forget the exact number. And this one was presented to us from one of our religious leaders that blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape in relation to a lot of new things that might be happening in life. And therefore, that's what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. So when you hear that, Jamie, what's your first thought that comes to that comes to mind as far as be therefore flexible, uh, or no, blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape. First of all, that was the first time that I'd heard that. <laughs> And I like right now or no, when no, no. You, from when recently, yeah, when recently we were, when we were dealing with the person and situation that we were dealing with. And when he said that, actually, I think you heard it and came home and told it to and me told about, and told you about it. And, and I thought, first of all, I, I loved having it being framed around a beatitude. <laughs> I think that's great. And it helps me remember it. Blessed are the flex- flexible. So they should not be bent out of shape. And I guess as I was thinking about it, we've talked in the past and one of the things that I've thought a lot about is um, the palm tree when they talk about the palm tree and the level of flexibility that a palm tree has and it's interesting because if you've seen a palm tree the bigger palm trees they grow really tall and they grow straight they, they grow straight up but they have this ability to be able to be very flexible so that when the storms come they don't completely break um, and, and so I was thinking about that a lot, that this, uh, this element of flexibility and not breaking. But when it was coined in the phrase of be ye flexible, that ye won't get bent out of shape, <laughs> that made it more personal because there's the tree that weathers the storm. And that was me being like, okay, that'll help me weather storms. But this was phrased in the way of that you won't get bent out of shape. And that one was different because it really succinctly expressed what it feels sometimes when when you are being asked to be flexible and it's difficult you do feel like yeah. you're being stretched and bent and it's frustrating and you're annoyed and it's a personal like it's all these internal feelings that you have to work through in that moment right. to be flexible and so when he said that I thought that's a really great way to go into the situation is recognizing I'm going to be flexible here because who's going to get bent out of shape? Me. I'm the one that's going to get bent out of shape. So the question that I have then, and this is what I, as you were talking, I was thinking about the palm tree analogy and how does a, how is a palm tree able to be so flexible? Because other trees, you and I have been 
places where there have been storms and there have been great big, huge, huge massive trees. trees that have been fully uprooted. Sometimes and, uprooted and sometimes literally split at the base like, like a toothpick. Yeah, just immediately just, broken and apart. Splintered. And, and and the ones that have fallen over, remember the one, there was just this great big root ball that was probably yes. seven and a half, seven and a half, almost 10 feet tall. The root ball, because the tree had gone all the way over and you could see mm-hmm. the root ball just taking fully out of the ground. So that, go ahead. Well, and even in that, that's an interesting thing that the two different ways that the tree falls over, the, the one that it's not grounded enough in roots, that the entire root system comes up with it. Right. Versus the other tree that does have a solid root system, but because of that lack of, lack of flexibility, the trunk of the tree literally s- splinters. It, just, and it, we've it breaks seen to both. pieces. Yeah, yeah it breaks we've seen both. And we've seen both. And it really is amazing to stand up close to when it's a big tree and to think, wow. This this, this fell over. This fell over. I, thinking, and sometimes I blew think about over it. it was, had, oh, yeah, blew over. Had I been underneath that, I would have been crushed yes. to death. And yet... This large, massive, huge tree fell over, whereas the palm tree, mm-hmm. most of the time, pretty flexible. Yep. And the question that I have is, is how has it weathered that storm? What is it? How has it grown so that it's able to be flexible? And the way that a palm tree grows is it's leaf by leaf, year after year, mm-hmm. starting at a very small leaf at the bottom. And I've seen them when they first started. You know, they look like little bushes. They look like little, to me, they look like pine cones. Yeah. Or little, not pine cones, pineapples. Pineapples, little pineapples. Uh-huh. And they just, and, and, and the leaves just start to grow. And every year they fall off and then they grow new ones. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is it actually, flexibility gets built into the tree. It's in the way that it grows. Which, that's what I look at in regards to us and our lives. If we grow in such a way that it's small, little by Mm -hmm. little, step by step, I think then that that gives us the opportunity to be more flexible. If, however, we grow in just one big, great big shot, or we get very stiff and rigid in the way that we think things should be done, then that promotes an opportunity for a great big large force to a wind force to blow us over. Mm-hmm. That it, so so as I think about being flexible, I think okay, so how can I grow in such a way that I have flexibility in my life? So that that's pause on that for a second because I wanted to go to why I was thinking about this. We have gone through a lot of different change in the last oh let's call it let's call it three years. Yeah. From starting with COVID, and this is so this maybe four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah. So starting with COVID, and then a change in my career, mm-hmm. and that led us to a move, a change in my mom's life with my dad dying. Mm-hmm. So that led us to move in with her, mm-hmm. to um, a con- continued change where we moved out of her house and built our own house into a totally new area where we know... Into a state that really wasn't part of the plan. Right. Wasn't part of the that plan. Wasn't, wasn't on our long-term I mean, plan. Exactly. And and then also getting rooted in a new community mm-hmm. with new people, not knowing any of them, moving into an area where we may have some commonalities. However, we don't know these any of the individuals at all. And... Then starting in, there's a new school that's built. Yes, as you were talking about this, I was thinking about schools because, because so when COVID hit, 
one of the huge changes was the schools. What happened at school totally disrupted everybody's daily life that anybody that had children in school, that was a huge impact. And then as COVID started to change, different states handle it differently. So again, the school environment was impacted based upon where you lived, which prompted some people to move because they wanted certain environments. In, in, and I think a lot of people moved during COVID yeah. because of education, right. some for permanent and some for temporary. I know your um, brother and sister-in-law moved temporarily for a year. Yeah. And then oh, decided true. to and stay, decided but they moved yep. specifically for education reasons during COVID. Um, and then, and then when we, then as COVID tempered, we moved with your mom because of the passing of your dad, yep. which was again, now new schools right. and new states. And we did that for a year and then we moved again, which again is new schools and a new state. And every time <laughs> school's an interesting I laugh thing. because I think about all this and I'm just like, talk about where, if you're stiff, how quickly. That's and and what, there were times where I was stiff. That's what I wanted to bring up is my temper would break. I, I would lose it. And it was just whatever I could do to get out of the area that I was at that particular moment because of the situation there were a lot of, you know, I think of my streak of running and walking. There were a lot of those that I took to be able to get out of the situation because I, I just, I had had it. I mean, it was, it was hard. so hard. I think and, about and the, the question times... is, is, I was hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was stiff and learning how to be flexible. That's tough. It is. And especially when, when there's a lot of things in your life that are requiring flexibility. <laughs> so you feel a lack of stability. And that can be hard. When, do you just when, come up with these things? I mean, do you think of them at night or what? That straight you know, straight off the cuff. straight off the cuff. Lack of what? What was it again? Lack of flexibility. When no. you when no, no when no. you're being asked to be flexible in so many things in your life, it can make you feel like you lack stability. Yeah, and that can be hard. And that's I think that was part of you're being asked to have flexibility when you have no stability. No, that's how you said it. No, I was saying a lack of being asked to be flexible in so many areas uh-huh. creates a feeling of instability. Right. And so it's it's it, and so you try to hold on. So you try to create that stability. I'm thinking about myself. Right. Because we weren't in our own home when we were living with your mom. Right. Um, we were in a new environment, and I was putting the kids in schools, but they weren't schools that I knew I was going to be staying in. And part of that frustration was when you don't live in an area. It takes time to learn what the schools are that are are where that are going to fit what you're looking for. Right. And then oftentimes when you find that fit, you may be on a waiting list or you may live outside of the district or you have to do things to to get into where you want to be. Right. And that's hard to do when you're new. It's 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 a hard because you're learning all of the new systems and you're learning all and there you just can't know what you don't know. And, so that, but that's where I was saying I think that because you did say it this way and I think you're right on. You're asking to be, you're, you're being asked for flexibility when you really have no stability. Yeah. You really are. I, I mean, it's I almost mean, like you're forced you're right. to be so flexible you, when you have no, when you're not stable. That is so true because you think about natural disasters when people go through something that is a huge disaster. So like recently we've been talking a lot about the fires in Lahaina, the Maui fires. Yeah. Boy, can you, our heart goes out to everyone out there. Oh my everyone goodness. Everyone and all that they're doing Just some doing of the pictures that have come out of that and some of the things that I think about. I mean, you and I have been to Lahaina several times, mm-hmm. three times, 
and love. There's shops that we've been at there and the banyan love tree the and people, everything else. And the love people the have beauty, been wonderful. And love the banyan trees. Oh, just and to, to see, see what they're what going has through. happened. Oh, our hearts go out to them. Anyway. So in those kind of situations. No stability. You, no stability. And you have to be ultimately flexible because, because everything is gone. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. And, and those are tough times. So the so that's where I get to the question is, is how through those times have we gotten through being stiff to being flexible? Because being flexible, if we look at the palm tree, that means that we weather the storm. In other words, we, we eventually the palm tree stands back straight again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And eventually it goes to a place where we're, we're actually weathering the storm. We're making it through. It's, we haven't been knocked over. We haven't been defeated. The flexibility has come. And the question is, is how? I think the first part of it is recognizing that, that the flexibility an is a really valuable asset this. to yeah. have. So, because what is flexibility? I think it's letting go of expectation a little bit. And it's letting go of it having to be a certain way. It requires you to go in. So I think going back to my school situation, it required me to go into the school with a desire to learn a new system <laughs> rather than having them conform to what I was familiar with. Which and they not being, should, darn it. It is interesting. They should conform to how I know it. You make fun, but we really <laughs> that's, do that's go into feel, a right? lot of things thinking. And I don't know how much it's conscious that we do that. I don't know that we go into a situation thinking, well, everyone should accommodate me. But you do go into a situation with what you know is familiar. And it's hard to let go of your past understanding of a situation to embrace something that everybody else is doing differently. Yeah. You know, I think But about, it's important to do that. It is. There are people who I've interfaced with that have said, oh, whatever way you want to do it, you go ahead and do it. But in the And then end, you do it. Then you do and it they're and they're like, like, no, 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 well, I didn't want you to way. do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I've been on both ends of that spectrum. I have too. Where I'm like, no, no, I don't care. No, and then no, you start care, doing it. I'm really like, do oh, apparently yeah, I do um, care because you're not, you're not doing that, that is right. not right. Yeah, that's, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> And, and so that is, when I look at it, as far as being flexible, is if I say, I really don't care which way to do it, and they do it a way that I never expected, flexibility is, I'm okay with that. Telling yourself, no, I really don't care. I'm not mm-hmm. going to care. Actually, and I, I do care, but I'm going to accept <laughs> your very unique and different way of choosing to do that. <laughs> okay, this brings me to a story. Jamie and I are first married. And we are in our cute little apartment, upstairs apartment. You remember this one? The, the apartment. You don't remember the story yet because I haven't told you. But mm-hmm. we're in the apartment and we're doing the dishes. <laughs> and We'd been married for a little while at this point because the first couple years of our marriage, we didn't have a dishwasher. Well, no, this is, we were doing, I know. This oh, was, you this were hand washing dishes? Yeah, okay. I was hand washing dishes. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. And I was doing them in I, I was just doing them. No order to it whatsoever. I know what you were doing. You were doing the dishes without filling the sink. Who exactly. does that? Exactly. Actually, I do it that way now. And, but back then, and, I remember looking at you and thinking, you're not doing dishes. You didn't fill the sink with water and soap. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Exactly. Because you're not doing dishes. Not doing dishes. And so th- that was the first experience is doing dishes together. And Jamie kind of looked at me like, huh, hmm. your All unique right. and unusual way of doing dishes is quite fascinating. 
So then we go to the next story, which is what she brought up. A few years later, we now have a dishwasher. So I'm I'm no longer the dishwasher. I, we now have a dishwasher. And we're loading it. I'm loading it. And Jamie's like... Can you actually call it loading it? <laughs> you, you were more just loading like... Throwing stuff wrong. in there. <laughs> this is all wrong. And she came and reorganized the whole thing. Now, Jamie is... There are people out there that appreciate what I'm saying. That the I plates should all go together. <laughs> but there's also people out there that are like, why does this even matter? You throw it in the dishwasher, you push the button, the dishes get clean. So what I appreciated, though, is that... And Jamie is awesome organizer. And I've picked up many of your ways. In fact, thankfully, I load the yes. organization. Oh, really? Thankfully. Oh, boy. I'm Here we go. Uh-huh. Keep going. No, you're not. You're thinking that way. Uh-huh. That's how this is. Keep going. <laughs> what? I'm just thinking and then I'm like, they don't have to be so detailed as to put all the forks together and all the spoons together. Even though I do like that, I've let go of that one. <laughs> yes, you are one of order. And I've appreciated your flexibility. Because we've had a lot, lot of, of different conversations about this. And there's things that you've picked up from me there as are. well. There I are. mean. And things that I've looked at and thought, how miserable am I going to make everyone's life because of how I want the dishwasher loaded? Like, I mean, it's a fair question. What, that, well, that, and I think what, what is the end in mind mm-hmm. here? The end in mind is, let's get the dishes done. Right. Now, if it's being loaded in such a way that they're not being cleaned because of the way that they're thrown in there, that's something different Mm -hmm. because the idea is to get the dishes clean. Right. Now, in this whole tangent, (laughs) it's all about what we've learned together. And I think bringing two systems together, meaning two different people from two different walks of life being married, and now we've been married over 32 years, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of changes that happen through the years because in the first and formative parts of your life, you lived a certain way and you had mm-hmm. certain things and you did them in the way that your family said. And now you're coming together two different systems and saying, okay, here we go. And by the way, in order to make this work, we know that you no longer have stability because you're a total different family and therefore you have to have flexibility. Mm-hmm. And develop that flexibility as you go. And I think that I, I really love talking about this because it's it's an interesting thing to look at that stability is something that most of us seek in some form or fashion, that, that we like having some level of stability, things that right. we can count on. Right. And it does vary. I know there's people that want adventure and variety and and don't want too much stability feels like stagnation and and they don't want that. But I think it's fair to say that most people want some level of stability in, in, in some areas of their life, things that they feel they can count on. I think we aim for stability. I think it's a, a, I think it's a critical part of life. I mean, a building is built on a stable foundation and without some level of stability, then you, you are really just embracing chaos. And that's a, that's a difficult like, way to live life. Which, if you look at, again, continue to draw on our analogy and metaphor of the palm tree, it is stable. I mean, it, it does have a root system that totally, goes down yes. quite significantly. Otherwise, it would just be uprooted and thrown wherever. The, and it does allow for growth. Like palm trees can get very, very tall and yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And so what, what I was looking at as far as being flexible is, so speaking of, the fires in Hawaii. We had huge fires by my mom's house when we last were there year last year in Colorado. Yeah, Christmas time. 
two years and, ago. Yeah, two was it two years ago? Well, two Christmases ago. Two Christmases ago. Yeah, almost two years though. That's mm-hmm. amazing how how fast time goes. But what I look so what I look at is this idea of flexibility is critical for all of us as let's go a little more global as global citizens, as part of a community, is to recognize that. Everyone around us is going to do something differently than what we thought it should be done mm-hmm. or live life differently than what we think it should be lived. And therefore, we, being flexible, can promote a better life for everyone around us. Even right down into the home when our children are doing things differently than what we thought or had established as a system in place. Mm-hmm. And the flexibility then allows each of us to, and I think part of flexibility is forgiveness. And what I mean by that is when I've done something wrong, and I mean truly wrong, not just different than what you've done it, but I've done truly wrong. I've wronged you in some way. Your forgiveness to me is allows for us to continue to be flexible mm-hmm. and to grow and to, be, and to bend rather than being stiff and rigid and therefore breaking apart either the marriage, the family, the community, whatever it is. And that that's, I mean, just going global for just a second here, looking at it and saying, what is breaking us apart as a community, as a nation, or any of those areas? And it's the, I'm going to be rigid in the way that I do this, or I'm going to be rigid in the sense I'm not going to forgive, and therefore no flexibility. And without flexibility, then we don't have the opportunity to really grow together. That's there's my philosophical global look at things. What do you think? Cuz the flexibility does require us to embrace differences. To to recognize that there's going to be a lot of different ways to do the same thing. And and you have to yeah. embrace that. So now moving, how do we develop that using streaks? How how do you develop flexibility using streaks? So one of the things that I was, and I don't know if this is exactly where you were going, but one I, of the I wasn't actually I, going any direction. I was just asking specifically, is there a way that I employ consistency, consecutiveness in order to build flexibility? Because I think that's the other metaphor. So going back to the question that I originally asked is, how did the tree get built in flexibility? And it was because it did it simple thing at a time consistently through time that it built in flexibility. And the thing that I was thinking about is not necessarily a streak around flexibility, but the methodology of streaking to allow flexibility within that. And the reason I say that is because when we do the law number one, laughably mm-hmm. simple, mm-hmm. It's, it's acknowledging that you need to be flexible, right? That in, that you need to take into account that you don't have control over every day, and and there's times in life where you may feel out of control, right? Or times in life where you may literally be out of control for reasons that are outside of any of your own circumstances that you don't have a lot of control over what's happening in in life, and being able to have flexibility built into that and I've thought a lot about this because I think about this a lot with my streaks and the question that I'm asking myself and and I think it's also because it's a question we get asked a lot is the idea that 
well, you're just making it simple or you're just going through the motions. Is it really making a difference? It's really, it is so hard to fight that feeling that something small has impact. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's to fight the feeling that, that something small doesn't have impact. Maybe that's... The, that's really what it is. That's is what that, you feel that, like it's not really making and, a difference. And like we've said so many times, it's not going to have a difference if it's just done once. Right. But done over time, that's where you're, I think you're building in the flexibility into your life. And, and even sometimes with that, sometimes I've struggled because I have a couple streaks that haven't gotten, how do I say this? I haven't necessarily done more. <laughs> I keep doing kind of the laughably simple. And as I keep doing the laughably simple, there's times that I think, I should be doing more. I've been doing this for a long time. I should be doing more. Specifically right now, I'm thinking of a push-up streak that I have. And there are times that... How long did it take you to set that streak, though? Months and months and months. <laughs> I know. Because you, you set even, it for a long time. You're, you're like, I need to do push-ups. But anyway. And okay, let's define what a push-up is for me. Oftentimes, a push-up is going to the edge of our bed where we have a, a footboard or even to the wall and doing a push-up on the wall. It's not even doing the the on-my-knee push-up on the floor. So that's why it was hard to set that streak because I have to be okay telling myself that that's really a push-up. I have to be okay with other people saying that's not a push-up and me saying, well, for me it is. And, and then on top of it, there's a lot of days that I do one or two. <laughs> and I think to myself, is this doing any good? And I look in the mirror and I look at my arms and I'm like, nope, <laughs> this is not doing anything. I am not seeing any difference here. So I've asked myself, why do I keep doing this? Why do I still have this streak? And the reason is, is because I really do want to get better. I want my arms to look better. I want to do, I want to have the ability to keep lifting as I get older. I, I would like to look better. You know, I'd like to have really great arms. My one little push-up isn't going to get me there, even if I do it forever. However, it is changing the way that I think. And it's taking me a long time to to recognize that I really am embracing, I'm going to do push-ups. I'm going to keep doing them. And every time I do a little one, it reminds me that I have a dream to do a whole bunch of them someday <laughs> and to keep working at it, to yep. not give up on it and to keep taking the incremental steps because, and even though sometimes those incremental steps may have a whole bunch of steps in a row that seem like half steps or quarter steps or wow, can you even count that as a step? But it's teaching me to be flexible and to not give up. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. And here's the reason why. One of the, I, since I've been your partner in this and been watching you along the ways, there was one time, it was, it was a couple of years ago, and I, I said, you just, you were complaining about not doing push-ups. And I said, well, just do them. Just do push-ups. Yeah. And you got mad at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't we all just love the and people I, that I, are I, like, just do it. And I vowed, you should well, just do it. But I had said, <laughs> set a streak to, set at le- to do at least one push-up. And I think that even made but me more that made mad. You even more mad. And so, and so I was like, okay, I'm not touching this one again. Um, and I didn't. And for a long time. And it was because, and this is where I talk about flexibility with ourselves as well. 
uh, I'm not talking about flexibility with you. I mean, that is part of it. But what I'm now talking about is flexibility with yourself. There are so many songs that we've sang to ourselves in so many repeated rhythms and so many repeated ways that to break that song out of your head takes time, energy, and a mental mindset that allows you to be flexible with yourself. And I think that you had to get to this place inside of yourself to be able to accept one push-up, one wall push-up, one you know, diagonal push-up leaning against the footboard of the bed counts for me. But I think there were so many songs that you had sung to yourself and that the world sings to you that get stuck in our head. And the reason I use a song is because if you've ever had a song stuck in your head, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It takes a concerted effort to get that song, either to replace it with something else or to stop thinking about it. But the more you, you think about it, the, the more it comes back to your head. And so what you're doing is displacing all of that song, those thoughts with a different song. And you're singing from a different sheet of music. And when you got to the point, and I'm saying you, but I've been through this as well. When we get to the point where we're finally like, okay, I'm going to just sing one note of this different song and see how it feels. And now I'm going to sing that same note the next day and the next day and the next day. And then I'm going to try two notes of that song or three notes of that song. All of a the sudden then you look back and every single little drop, little choice has built you has taken you away from something that you were very rigid in to now being flexible and recognizing that I can change. I can do things differently. You can have the arms that you want, but it's not going to be overnight and it's not going to be by someone else's system. It's going to be your system, what you choose and how you choose to do that. And together, we allow ourselves the space to have that change, to be that flexible. That's what I love about the whole streaking methodology. You brought up the streaking methodology. I think about actual streaks that help me be flexible. Um, one that I think of is praying for charity every single day. That has helped me see people differently and interact with people differently, which has allowed me to be more flexible. Because there's times where I'll get into a situation and I look at it and I'm like, you're doing it wrong. It needs to be done this way. But are they really doing it wrong or are they just doing it differently than what I would do it? And it's going to produce the same result or a better result or maybe less of a result, whatever the case may be. But now what I've done in that situation is appreciated what that person has done and the praying for charity, in other words, to see people the way the Lord sees them every single day has now given me the opportunity to be a different person and to be flexible to not be so rigid and set in my ways. I agree. So that that's why, what do you think? As far as, that's what I look I love, at when you said about your push-ups. Yes. And and talking about the, the street to pray for charity. And I think back to our podcast about seeing people. Because I feel like that's, that's part really, of yeah. what charity is doing. Is recognizing that every body out there is a person with feelings and a family and needs and... Which is an interesting thing when you get going because I think for me, a lot of times 
it is so easy to dehumanize people, especially when I'm driving. <laughs> they're not people. They're just a car in my way. Or, And I think we all, it's very easy to dehumanize each other because we're trying to get things done or we're, or, or they're in our way or, and, and being able to step back and see people as people, you're right, creates this, it's, it's embracing this flexibility of, okay, there's a lot of life that happens between me and the grocery store. And maybe there's some things there that are important that need to be happening besides just me getting to the grocery store and, and having that flexibility allows us to maybe embrace opportunities that we would have totally missed because we were being a little bit more flexible. Yeah. We were saying, okay, you know what? Maybe it's okay if I'm a little late to the grocery store today or, or whatever, whatever the flexibility looks like for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gives us patience and it gives us the opportunity to, to bend, to go back to where we started, which is the beatitude of blessed are the flexible for they shall not be bent out of shape. Mm -hmm. And that, that's just, I, I thank you for exploring this with me today because that has been something that I've looked at and being able to set streaks or look at the streaking methodology overall and to realize that that's what we're doing is building flexibility into our lives. Even in the, in the instance of it seems a little bit counterintuitive because the consistency, the consecutiveness can seem rigid. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, it, and, and, and I do think that it's, I have a belief system that life is like a coin there's two sides to it a heads and a tails and i use it a lot when i talk about oftentimes i feel like the things that are our greatest gifts in life the flip side of it is it's also one of our greatest challenges that you can usually connect your greatest gift with your greatest challenge that that somehow and that a whole point of life is learning how to get to this place where we're embracing both aspects and becoming more balanced and I don't know if balanced is the right word I think it's a great word but but recognizing that that there's always these two things that are existing in the same space kind of feeling. right right and so that's where I look at streaking is there's this rigidity of consistency and the flip side of it is this flexibility but they both <laughs> exist in this same place and 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 you need both we're learning and balancing both at the same time. And as we get better and better and better at doing that, because that was one thing I was thinking as we were talking is I don't want people to walk away thinking that we're saying you should just embrace complete flexibility and there should be no structure in your life. Um, because I, I believe strongly in structure. And it's a really good point. Yeah. But what you're saying is, and, and you brought it up by saying there's a lot of people that have told us that they can't do streaking because the rigidity of it. They're like, I can't have something that, that is that rigid. I need flexibility. And so it's it, it's an interesting thing to look Dichotomy. at. Dichotomy. I mean, you look at both. Both are rig- present. Both rigidity and flexibility exist on the same coin. And that our challenge is understanding how to embrace them both to create this system that helps us become the best that we can become. Wow. And that's part of it. Is Lots to unpack on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that, that. Recognizing that, yes, that there is a level of rigidity to the flexibility in streaking. Hmm. Got me pondering on a whole different line of thinking as far as because of the, the structure and the rigidity. But 
not that's to talk about. That's another podcast. Yep, that's another podcast. We've enjoyed having this conversation with you today. If you'd like to ask us more or give your thoughts or comments on flexibility and rigidity, all of the different metaphors that we've used today, and maybe you have some metaphors that uh, you thought of that you'd like to share with us, please do so. By reaching out to us, uh, I can be reached at Jeffrey, J-F-F-E-R-Y, at thestreakingapp.com, or... I'm Jamie, J-A-M-I, at thestreakingapp.com. You can also download the Streaking app, which, by the way, has tens of thousands of users now. I mean, it's uh, growing quite significantly and has been growing since February. And you can log on. Keep track of your own streaks and see what other people are doing to build rigidity and flexibility into their life so that they can become the person they want to be. Again, that's the streaking app. You can download that at uh, Google Play or at the Apple App Store. Also, right behind us here on the shelf, and if you're not looking, if you're listening, is the streaking book. Still available at Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Please go out and buy a copy and read about streaking and how it can help you in your life. If you wouldn't mind if you're listening to this if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating subscribing to the podcast and also rating the app certainly appreciate it if you've read the book review the book i know that all those things require some amount of effort and we appreciate the effort that you put into it until we hope that this has been helpful and beneficial until we talk again we hope that you have a great day and a better you